Well, hey, hey there, Chunkies. It's Carter here, the guy that you're normally hearing on your Mondays and Tuesdays, but uh, you're going to hear a different voice on this one. You're going to wish you saw the face of this voice, but this was one of our uh, original members. This was David. Uh, David left the podcast because David had a baby and those kind of things happened. But here's the twist. That baby is me. So enjoy this wonderful podcast with Jordan, Doge, and my dad. And uh, I hope it's super. Bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I like big shields and I cannot lie. You Russo brothers can't deny. And when the Winter Soldier's here and he punches me in the face and it's in my, it's in my face, I'm like, no! <laughs> like, who the, who the heck is Bucky? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Two Chunks in a Hunk, our movie podcast where we give pumps and dumps. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week I'm your chunk. I'm Doge, and who the heck is chunk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm David Bleese, and secretly I've been a chunk this whole time. I started taking over the the chunk stuff when in the World War II, and I've been like taking it from the inside to like gain trust. You said chunk. You didn't say hunk. I know. I've secretly been a chunk this whole time. So you're hunkdra. I'm Hunkdra. We've already done Hail Hunka. That wasn't Hail Hunka. You're Hunkdra? <laughs> I've been taking it over. <laughs> gaining your trust. <laughs> I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, if you're still listening, which you shouldn't be. Uh, this week, obviously, we're talking about Captain America, the, the Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. I like that we all jumped in as if the Winter Soldier is the only title of this movie. I yeah. never call it anything but the Winter Soldier. Though. That's a good point. I and mean, you never call it Captain America Civil War either. That's true. Because it's a different movie. It's called Captain America Civil War. Oh, I thought you meant we never call this movie Captain America Civil War. I don't War. do that I like, either. I, I thought sure you meant don't. we never call the actual historical Civil War Captain America <laughs> Civil War. Both true. Uh, so at the Battle of Gettysburg, <laughs> at the beginning of Captain America's Civil War. <laughs> but, uh, well, Doge, would you mind giving us a little snops? Thank you for asking this time. But Sorry, l- l- let's, let's take that away. Hey, Doge, do the synops. Here we sis. go. Captain America, colon, the Winter Soldier, um, begins. Actually, we lose the Marvel formula. We don't no, start with a flashback, flashback which reveals the villain, which is very refreshing. Mm. Uh, we open on Cap, who is kind of adjusting to modern life. He is an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, and he goes on, essentially leads secret missions for S.H.I.E.L.D. We open, and he's leading a mission to retrieve some uh, launch codes from a ship in the middle of the ocean, um, he's just trying to save. Oh, he's trying to the save hostages. the hostages. Yeah, he turns out. That, out. Turns out that shields. That's a confusing part. We'll get there when we talk. Is about that the movie. before he runs? No. It's well, we start with him running, and he meets a guy named Sam Wilson, I and then like he goes important. on this mission. Yeah. So he runs, Captain America. So first he runs with his left foot, and then he takes a step <laughs> onto his right foot, you and then he put said, one foot in front of the other. "Is it a Santa Claus is coming to town?" Yep. Jeez. Um, so yeah, Cap meets. Uh, a, a veteran named Sam Wilson. Uh, they essentially work out together or really work out in the same place in the mornings. Um, you happy, Jordan? 
Now yeah, that, I feel good. Now that we've <laughs> talked about Jordan's favorite part of this movie, we can start on the actual movie. I feel good. Say, uh, Cap goes on a mission to save some hostages on a ship in the middle of the ocean. Um, and then while he gets there, he finds out that S.H.I.E.L.D. has actually requested that data be stolen from the pirates, essentially. He didn't know about that, though. He didn't Arr. know about that. So he confronts Fury. I'd love if they were um, actual pirates. pirates. <laughs> <Arr>. <laughs> he confronts Fury and... Uh, Essentially, at this point, is weighing, you know, whether he should continue trusting S.H.I.E.L.D. He feels like he's been lied to all the time. Um, Really, I feel like to explain the plot of this movie here is going to get really, really bogged down. Yeah. Essentially, what we're treated to is a a kind of 70s style political thriller where we find out that S.H.I.E.L.D. has been infiltrated by Hydra. Uh, Ever since World War II, whenever S.H.I.E.L.D. hired Hydra scientists um, after the war... They, they kind of worked within S.H.I.E.L.D. to create HYDRA again. Um, and so HYDRA has infiltrated all the high levels of S.H.I.E.L.D. And they're trying to use the launch codes that S.H.I.E.L.D. retrieved from the pirates to launch helicarriers into the air. Yeah. Uh, with the purpose of targeting crimes before they happen, minority report style. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve says, this isn't freedom, it's fear. And so there's a big falling out with S.H.I.E.L.D. And he leaves S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and is essentially hunted by them as he's trying to stop HYDRA from launching these. Uh, as he's pursued by S.H.I.E.L.D. slash HYDRA, S.H.I.E.L.D.R.A., as he's pursued by S.H.I.E.L.D.R.A., um, he's also pursued by a mysterious assassin known as the Winter Soldier. Mm. Turns out to be his long-lost mejor amigo, James Buchanan Barnes, from World War uh, World War Two. Bucky. <laughs> so it ends in a fight at the end, um, obviously, and Steve is trying to get Bucky to remember him. Um, we get little flashes that maybe Bucky does remember him because Bucky, at the end of the day, pulls Steve from the water, saves him from drowning, uh, and then goes off, just goes a Roman across the country to and find himself. Then at the very end, Bucky starts his own company uh, making uh, storage units for animals and hay. Um, the company is actually called Bucky Barnes. <laughs> That is the worst joke <laughs> on a podcast. That one got me for sure. Jokes. I thought he was going with the gas station and then he took me by surprise. <laughs> so that's this movie. This is a fantastic movie. It's yeah. so fun. Oh, and we're gosh. making light of it now. It's really I'm really, so excited really to talk good. about this movie. Well, I love that this this is the first MCU movie where they're like, we've done a lot of superhero movies. Let's not do that. Let's change yeah. it up. Yeah. Let's do a 70s spy movie. Let's do it. 70s espionage. So that was actually, before we jump into it, that was actually something the Russo brothers had talked about is they said, Captain America is different than all of our other heroes. So we have to approach his movie differently than we approach any other hero movie. And they said that they, uh, one of their goals was to um, give a look at Captain America stretched to his thinnest and see where and if he broke. Yeah. And um, I think exploring that in this movie, man. Well, I think, I think this movie gave the permission to the MCU to do Spider-Man Homecoming, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ant-Man, Ocean's Eleven. To, to be yeah, about yeah. something bigger. Yeah. Like, like yeah. to make these movies less just, Superhero. and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, but to give these things purpose. Yeah. Oh my and goodness. And personality. Yeah, every own. movie, yeah. every movie has, a, it, it, or not every movie, but different movies have different genres. Yeah. Like, I, I love Ant-Man because it is a heist movie. An Ant-Man movie should never be a Captain America movie. You know what I mean? Never yeah. be. And it should never be like a Hulk. Right. it's like, just smash stuff. Yeah. yeah, I completely agree. So I, I feel like this this movie, and we've said it in multiple podcasts, changed the MCU. Oh my goodness. This what? is, I, I think this is the turning point of the MCU. Really? I was just about to say that. Yeah. Really? really okay. After this movie, 
for me is when the MCU became like can't miss this. Yeah, I have the to MCU see this. That we yeah, know yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. It, even even watching this movie, I felt that tonal shift. Yeah, watching this felt like okay, this feels like home base again. Actually, yeah. like, and Captain America needed more development. Oh, completely. More than anybody in the that we've seen this thus far. You know, they made Thor two, they made Iron Man three, and we're like, I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we know Tony. I don't know if we need Thor, and if if we did, that wasn't the way to sure. give him more depth. But Captain America, he was kind of a joke. Yeah. And he shouldn't be. If you read the comics, Captain America should not be a in joke. In battle, he wasn't a joke, but outside of it, there was a lot of questioning. Yeah, but even you know? in, even in um, uh, Avengers, I mean, even Chris, Chris Evans joked about it where they're like flying everywhere and he's like, I'll take the stairs. Yeah. Like there was kind of a joke of like, why is Captain America here? You could probably say the same thing with Winter Sol- or with uh, Scarlett Johansson, yeah. <clears throat> but this is Captain America. So this is actually cool too. One of the things that the Russo brothers said that the reason they started the movie with um, the boat scene after the running scene, of course. Yeah, the, we can't forget the but running the scene. The reason they started on the boat is because they wanted to showcase the training that Cap had been going through as yeah. a shield agent and show that like he's brutal now. Like his yeah. his fighting is brutal yeah and one of the ways that they show that is with how much he uses his shield yeah i mean his shield is like an extension of him at this point he just throws that bad boy and it comes right back okay so like the running scene is funny i love the on your left yeah it's so great yeah Yeah. but when it starts with the lumerian star yeah that's the name of the ship yeah oh my god yep when he when he just runs 30 miles an hour and just drop kicks people that long shot of him running on the side of the boat like oh my my goodness i was Dude, so there, the, that's an interesting thing about the pacing of this movie because it, it really, as I was watching it, it feels like every 10 to 15 minutes we get another huge action yeah. set piece, which normally gets exhausting. Yeah, it does. but it's not. Something about this movie, it's so kinetic in those scenes. So what I what I think I've figured out um, just based on some of the other things that the Russos have, I'm in love with the Russo brothers and I'm going to talk yeah, yeah. about them like I want to marry them because I do. Yeah. But <laughs> one of the things that they are so good at is these incredible moments, both large scale and small. Yep. So something that I noticed is, for instance, uh, Black Widow on the Lumerian star, when she, when she, Kicks that dude, hooks onto him, and repels down using his body. Yeah. And then shoots people on her way down, lands on another body, and then like pops the guns out around the body to shoot. Yep. That whole time I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. Yeah. And that's that is how they do action. Well, and like we we needed that Black Widow before yes. we got to the Avengers. Because yeah. watching this, I'm able to answer your question of like, oh, that's why she's there. That's what obviously. she does. And yeah. I, would, I would say the same thing about same thing about Cap. Yeah, I agree. Like we saw Cap, like, oh yeah, he's like super strong. He's a super soldier. But after Lumerian Star, I was like, I do not want to mess with Cap. You don't no, want him do running anything. towards like, Cap could yeah. destroy Iron Man. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. how you feel after you see Lumerian Star. Yeah. And and that, I think that's one of the, the reasons that we can say that this movie set up the rest of the MCU. Because if if Avengers Cap is up against Iron Man and Civil War, there's no question about who wins that. So true. Yeah. But if, if Winter Soldier and Beyond Cap is up against anybody, you kind of always got to throw your name on Cap a little bit. Yeah. yeah. He, he, I mean, we watched this movie and he show. I mean, the only reason he loses a fight in this whole thing is because he says, I'm not fighting you. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Well, and it's, I mean, it's, it's, you talked about this a ton before we started recording today yeah. where uh, the Russo brothers say that Cap is at his, what yeah. was the quote? So, so the, here I go again. The, <laughs> yeah. the Russo Talk brothers, about it. one of the things that they said, I loved it. Uh, it legitimately gave me chills, which is the dumbest thing. But they <laughs> hey. said, they said, when we were making this movie, we decided that Captain America is at his most compelling and interesting when he is taken to the 12th round and you don't know if he can go any further. And that is what I think emotionally he's taken, like, 
they stretch him as thin as he can go emotionally and physically in this movie. Yeah. And I think even mentally trying to figure out what to do. And yeah. like, yeah. His, we his see characters. Yes. Yeah. And we see a cap that should be frazzled and confused who instead stands firm on his beliefs, not of allegiance to shield, but of allegiance to freedom and truth. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, and we've said it before. I think I've said it before, but you get the most development of a character and you see who they really are when they're put in a situation where they have to make a hard decision yeah. and the harder the decision, the greater the revelation of the yeah, character. You squeeze yeah. them and you watch what comes out. You and, know what I mean? Captain America Gross. was so squeezed <laughs> yeah. that we saw everything that's going to continue through the MCU. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. All the way to civil war. And once started again, here. credit to the MCU, their characterization stays so consistent yeah. through these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically w- what we're getting at here is, there's not a better opening scene for this movie yeah. than showcasing both Cap's growth as a person with the running scene with uh, Sam. Sam and just showing like he's trying to catch up, but then showing how far he's come as a soldier. Yeah. So I want to give a quick pump before we go on and, and walk through this movie. Um, so before Ed Brubaker, comic book writer, wrote the arc, The Winter Soldier, in which Bucky comes back, yeah. it was said like the people in comics that you can't bring back are <laughs> Peter Parker's Uncle Ben, Batman's parents, and Bucky Barnes. Yeah. Those are the people that have to stay dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way that, first of all, the way that Ed Brubaker brought Bucky back and made him a compelling character once again is phenomenal. And that deserves its own podcast, its yeah. own discussion. But the way that Marvel utilized that, because if that's their goal of stretching Cap thin, like it would have been so easy for this movie to feel like the Amazing Spider-Man 2, where it's like, oh, we got to throw a famous comic storyline in. Let's just add the death of Gwen Stacy. Right, it doesn't really yeah. fit, but yeah, we'll yeah. just add it. The Winter Soldier, the way that that's woven into this movie and used as a tool to continue stretching Cap is so, so good. Well, and, well, I think that's shown that even in, I mean, the end credit scene of Black Panther. Yeah. Like, and then you've got, I mean, we know he's going to be in Infinity War. Like he's yeah, yeah. in Civil, like this Winter Soldier thread is still being pulled yeah. up to this point. Well, yep. and, and Bucky was like Robin back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Like he was like, he a, was like a kid. Captain America, like, hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Flipping everywhere in underwear, like, yeah. So when, when I when I first ha- saw the Winter Soldier, I was like, ooh, finally we're getting a Bucky that's cool yeah. and yeah. not stupid. Um, I want to I want to give out, and I'm I'm struggling if I should make it my super pump. I'm just gonna make it a, just an enormous pump. The soundtrack. Oh my gosh. The soundtrack is really great. I love the snatches of the old Captain America theme from mm-hmm. the first one mm-hmm. that play at the very beginning and then when he's visiting World War II, yep. but then it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Dude, the Lumerian star, the... And the scene, which we're about to get to, where Nick Fury is just driving and he looks and he's starting to see people that are maybe from S.H.I.E.L.D. or Hydra. Scene. Dude, it reminded me of Sicario. Same, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, and, and part of it is that soundtrack, that like that eerie, like what, what? the heck is yeah. what the heck is happening? Yeah. Like, the soundtrack is the offensive lineman of a podcast. I know you guys hate sports. What is that? It's, a, it's here's tennis. Here's the, yes, tennis. Here's the analogy. Uh, offensive lineman, you don't realize that they're doing their job if they're doing it right. Right. You only, the same. You, you only realize yeah. it when an it's offensive lineman jumps off offsides sure. and you're like, oh, what a moron. And yeah. you're like, well, he's yeah. done 50 plays. He yeah. made one mistake and we're like, this dude sucks. Yeah. You don't notice the soundtrack really 
you're just you're just embracing it. Yeah. And you're in the movie. It should be complimentarian. Yeah, I agree. And I took a step back and I was like, this soundtrack, because this is like the tenth time I watched the movie. Like, yeah. This soundtrack is yeah, incredible. It's really good. It might be one of my favorites the MCU. Well, and before we move on, because I, I want to get to that that scene and everything. Um, I just want to say a huge, huge pump once again, Sebastian Stan. That man is yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Let's run through. Um, so I think after the Lumerian Star, the <sighs> next kind of big scene that we get is that driving scene with Nick Fury and Jordan specifically. I want to ask you, how did you feel about that? Cause I know you hate car so, chases. So here, here's what I'm learning to refocus. I don't like car chases for the sake of car chases where it's just like after that guy, but when it's story moving forward, I don't like car chases that feel like they're just filling time with a cool action sequence. But when, I mean, this was just something that occurred while he was in a car. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I felt like you could say this was a car chase for the sake of car chase. Cause it, it wasn't, it wasn't like Nick Fury had to be in the car. Yeah. I loved it though. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think maybe, through. Maybe Jordan I should Jones. rephrase my hatred of car chases. Give it to me. I don't like boring car chases. <laughs> you could say that about any scene. No, I agree. I but don't like, like the car chases that I don't like. <laughs> I, I agree. But like, yeah. I, I feel like I just have these vivid memories of people being like, dude, the Italian job when they're like driving through Italy and those little cars, it's don't so sick. Dump on the Italian job. And I then I, that movie. and then I watched it. And I was just like, that's Okay. And so maybe that's, I, that's an overhype thing. That's not a, no, I agree. But I, I think it just comes back to like when, when this is done so well, I mean, so many practical effects are, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. I think you love car chases. I think car maybe. chases are your favorite movie. <laughs> I think it's one of those things that you just, you, you don't want to like car chases. It's maybe. okay. So love what you love. Yeah, you're, over, you're, you're overcompensating for your love. It's like, you're, you're, like, you're like a fourth grade girl. That's like, I hate boys, but really like deep down, you're like, I want to like them. May, you know what I think it is? Give it to me. I just hate the Fast and Furious movies so much. <laughs> I was about to say, I think it's just Fast and Furious. <laughs> maybe, maybe I think I hate car chases because I hate the car chase movies. <laughs> yeah. Like the ones that are like car chase, Fast Gone and Furious. Yeah. But like, maybe maybe that's what it is. Because like, we've named several car chases that I'm about into. To say, if you hated this car chase. No, I love it. Okay. Yeah. This is a fantastic sequence. Yeah. I love it. Well, I want to back up because we, we, we moved over the the first rock that's put on Captain America's story arc that has continued through the MCU, which is uh, right after Lumerian star, he goes to Nick Fury and says, I can't lead a mission. If the people that I'm leading have missions of their own. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and basically Nick Fury says, I want to show you something shows him the helicarriers that are going to destroy could uh, enable uh, or disable really thousands of threats before they happen. Sure. He says what you said, that's not freedom. That's fear. That's putting a gun to everyone's head and calling it, security yeah. yeah in the name which of security is such a good line yeah Jeez. and that's where you really get captain america struggling with authority and struggling with doing what's right because he joined shield to do what's right because he realized peggy started it and now he's realizing we're making the same mistakes mm, yeah yeah when does he he visits peggy well, right yeah, when does he visit peggy right right i, I this, love yeah. again like i think Haley atwell is so good no. and what? My heart is still on the couch after that scene. That <laughs> I know. Scene That's so sad. My, I thought you said no when I just said Haley Atwell is so good. I don't like her anymore. <laughs> no. No, that scene's no, incredible. She, it's incredible. That scene was the hardest scene that I've watched in the MCU. When, yeah. she, when, when she, she has basically Alzheimer's. restarts. Yeah. She's like, yes. Say it again. She has Alzheimer's. Oh, what? David. Oh, David. Alzheimer's? No. What? Old timers. Old timers? No. It's Alzheimer's. <laughs> 
You don't pronounce a T? There's there no, no T, so that's why I don't pronounce the T. <laughs> Alzheimer's? Yeah. yeah. I've always said Alzheimer's. A-L-Z-H-E-I. I know how to spell it. I just always say Alzheimer's. <laughs> Alzheimer's. There's no T. What T Al- are you pronouncing? Alzheimer's? Yeah. Alzheimer's. Old timers. <laughs> she got old timers. <laughs> but dude, that ripped my heart out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's brutal. And then and then he had to come back with, uh, I, had to, I had to come back. Yeah, I can. My best girl. Uh, not when she's waiting no, on no, a dance. Not when, she not when she's waiting on a dance. Oh, it <laughs> hurts. Just take my heart. It hurts. So good. I'll and, pump and on that scene. Pump, pump on that scene and credit to Chris Evans. Yeah, like the he. I, in my opinion, he shows a lot of like stoic emotion in that scene. That yeah. I think he conveys the like because he flips the switch so well from mid conversation to basically restarting this conversation, but being so sad about it, but forcing like. Yeah, himself Happiness to be patient for her. with her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he does a great job. I think he's yeah. so good there. Yeah. Oh man, that's incredible. So then after that, we get the well, we get Bucky's reveal. Yeah. After, after the car chase with Nick Fury, mm-hmm. Bucky reveals himself at the end of the car chase because that's how the car chase ends. But not it doesn't not, reveal not, that not it's Bucky. Bucky. We get Winter the Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier. That, that, yeah. sticks the bomb to the bottom of the car, blows it up, flips it, Dark Knight style. I, I want to I want to massively pump on the way they revealed him though, with with Nick Fury rounding that corner. And then yep. just showing a blurred figure walking in the middle of the street. Yeah. Not a care. I mean, like, yeah. man, that whole slow-mo where the, the car flips and he just sidesteps it and watches it go. Yeah. I mean, th- there's not a way to make him more intimidating. Yeah. It, it was a, a gutsy move to flip a car like that because the first thing that comes to mind when a car flips like that for me is the semi-truck in The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. Flip the big truck in The Dark Knight. And... It's like it's like they used to say on American Idol, like you don't cover Michael Jackson. Yeah. It's like if you're a superhero movie, you don't cover the Dark you Knight. You don't invite yeah. comparisons to the Dark Knight. No, completely. But I think this is maybe it one was, of the only movies that can well, stand. And it was inviting. different. Yeah, 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 it was different. And like I think one of the things that they did really well was to showcase. Uh, and I'm going to brush past the Dark Knight stuff because like you're right, we could talk about that all yeah. day. You're completely right. But one of the things they did really well to showcase how powerful Winter Soldier is. All of these people, all of these cars, everything had been trying to take him down the whole time. And then at the very end, it's almost like Bucky steps out and is like, mm-hmm. if I have to do it myself, I'll do it myself. Yeah. And, I, and yeah. I think that really showcases like, okay, like you don't, you don't want to mess with him. Yeah. Well, and one thing that kind of continues with Bucky because they're trying to conceal the fact that he's Bucky to, right. the, to the audience. Right. Yeah. And I don't think they brought logic on why he's wearing a mask and why he has dark paint on his eyes. And never puts it back up. Well, he only had the dark paint on his eyes in that one scene. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the, the with Nick Fury, he had the goggles. It's just when he loses the goggles, it's the only no, time you ever... No, and then when he's chasing, when Cap's chasing when him. When he's chasing he's Steve the on the roof, well. he has black paint. Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Yes. So he, the, he has this like Winter Soldier get up. Right. Like this yeah. is his costume. But once he loses it, he never puts it back when on. When he's revealed as Bucky, he doesn't put it back on. Right. And yeah. I'm like, bring some logic to why he was wearing well, it in the first place. Well, we do know that Marvel loves demasking people. It's yeah. true. And I've demasking. I, and I, I heard yeah. this. I heard this. <laughs> Dismasking. That just as Cap wore the old Captain America suit to try to jar um, Bucky's memory. Time out. Is that why he did that? Oh, yeah. No, he had no other suit. I think it's because he didn't have another suit. Shield had his suit. Oh, I no, I took it as I'm because right after, right before he does that, Falcon tells Cap like, right. "When I look at the Winter Soldier, I find someone that we need to stop, not change, not change." And he says, uh, "I'm going to make him remember." Yeah, and then he goes to so I I interpreted it. He goes to get his old suit 
to try and jar his I completely memory. interpreted it different. Yeah, oh, because when we see him leaving S.H.I.E.L.D. for the last time, he's he's riding out of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is probably where we ought to go back to and pick up this movie. He's leaving S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, it, this is, he's like driving his motorcycle. He has his shield on his back, but he's not got the cap uniform. Yeah. My interpretation was that he just left Dude, that I'm uniform. I'm pretty in sure it's because he wants to jar his mouth. I think it could easily be both, too. I yeah. mean, because he doesn't have another suit. Like, that is a fact. If you're listening to the show, tweet at Chris Evans and ask him why he did that. I haven't thought of that, though, and I really like that. Yeah. I really like well, the so idea what, of, like, what jarring I, what his I've memory. What I've heard is, so he wears the old suit to jar his memory, and Bucky takes off his mask to mess with Cap's mind. Because he realizes he's a weaker soldier when he's trying when he's, to, yeah, I, I to like jar that. his memory. I like that. So they're both they're both doing the same thing to each other, trying to weaken each other. So let's actually, uh, if we can, go ahead and jump to Cap like in the elevator and escaping yeah. the Triskelion and all he, that. When he decides to make a break with S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. essentially. Well, well, yeah, well, Nick Fury's in his apartment and kind of reveals uh, they're keeping things from me as well. Yep, then gets shotted. <laughs> he gets shot by, Buck, by Bucky. He gets killed by the Winter Soldier. Is what we know in that time, and then uh, Robert uh, Redford, yeah, is Robert Redford is Alexander Pierce, and he's in charge. He's, he's in amazing. Charge of all of Shield. Yeah. He's incredible. Yeah, he kills it. Robert he's Redford is so in good in this. Um, and he's like the number one person to pick for a spy movie. Oh yeah, yeah like, totally. he, like he's the guy. The seventies yeah. spy movie, hundred um, percent. So he kind of threatens Cap and saying, "What information did he tell you?" Yeah, and Cap won't give him any information. That's when he becomes. On the wanted list, Cap. Mm. Yep. Steps into the elevator, and we are at the elevator. So let's talk scene. about this elevator scene. Oh, oh this scene was almost my, my super pump for this talk movie. Us through it. So, uh, oh man. So Cap goes into this elevator. He's about to leave. He's basically just been kind of like under the table, threatened by Alexander Pierce, basically saying, "I'll, I'll take down anybody who stands in my way." And I mean anybody. So Cap's in this elevator and boom, all of a sudden the guy who eventually becomes Crossbones steps on um, somebody that Cap has worked with at the beginning of this movie on the Lemurian star mission. So they know each other and he kind of gives him a, uh, hey, hey, sorry about Fury. And he's like, yeah, no problem. And, you know, some of his soldiers get on with him and Cap's just being observant and notices that. And then there's another stop. Well, but before that, he notices the one guy sweating. He notices the soldier sweating and the other one fidgeting with his gun. And then uh, more I, people I, get on. I love that more people yeah. get on. You're like, ah. Oh, so shoot. more people start to get on. They're all being weird. They're all armed. They're touching their guns. They're sweating profusely. And so uh, Cap says, maybe the best line in the whole movie. Yeah, it is. Cap says, before we get started, does anybody want to get off? Yeah. <laughs> does anyone want to get out? Nobody takes him up on that offer. They should have. Oh my gosh. They hit the emergency stop and it just gets buck wild on this thing. In, in yeah. a tight spot. It is. I mean, like. He, so he, intense. He, he destroys all of them, and at the very end, he kicks his shield and grabs his shield up to end one of the most incredible scenes. Yeah, there, it's th- fantastic. There's no use describing this fight scene. So Just watch he, it. He ends this by jumping out of the elevator. So I want to talk about that. Yes. My super dump for this movie, as it has been for a few other movies, is how wishy-washy they are with Cap's powers. By that, I mean the utility of his shield and what it is capable of destroying in one hit such as the engine of a plane, just by kind of tapping it as though it was loaded with an electrical charge, and also the unbreakability of Cap's ankles. (laughs) There are so many times in this movie where that man jumps from like 100 feet plus up in the air, lands on his feet and rolls, and it's just like, I get that you are pretty much indestructible. Your ankles just snapped in half, my man. There is no other option. That's in Cap 1 when... When the doctors 
uh, he's like giving him the serum and he's like, just remember, this will also make your ankles very strong. <laughs> <laughs> they will be unbreakable. You'll have the ankles of a... Is that Stanley Tucci? <laughs> You're crushing it right the now. Tucci? Did crush the Tucci? <laughs> well, my, my, super, my super dump when I was watching this movie was him taking down the helicarrier. That was the one. Wait, movie. the helicarrier or the plane? The plane. plane. It's a Quinjet. A Quinjet. Yeah. What that shield throw? Just yeah. Well, and to me, that was the the only time in this movie I was taken out and was like, what? He pinballs it from like a hundred feet away. Yeah. Just granted, <laughs> it's cool. It's a cool scene. It's very cool. But, I yeah. wish that he had done the second move first, jump up and just smash the shield into it. Yeah. Because that's that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think I thought the shield should have gone through the window and hit the hit the pilot. That would work too. Decaffeinated him. But if right they, there, if, right they the spot. Wanted, if they wanted to take down the plane by the engine, I think him jumping up and just Excalibur sword and the stoning it right into the propeller thing works yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the scenes where I was like, uh, if Captain's that good, then at the <laughs> Avengers in New York, then he should have taken down a dragon. He should have been on the ground just like <laughs> just like shooting those like little like foam discs when we were kids just totally um so we go from here to uh what what is he trying to st- oh it's a usb right it's USB the launch from- codes yeah. so so what? he's hidden the launch no, it's codes. A, it, 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 you're absolutely right it's a usb it's, it's just so goofy track. looking to yeah. me yeah he aligns with um Joe. and they together are trying to find out what is encrypted on the USB. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something is uh, not allowing Nick Fury access. Someone's keeping secrets. Yeah. We probably know it's Pierce. Um, they go to the mall to try and find <laughs> really intense Wi-Fi. chase scene in the <laughs> Apple store. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's really, really great. I think, that, I think it was okay. My, my dump on that scene, and it's a movie trope that I was like, did they really use that when she was like, Kiss me. It makes yeah. people distracted, or it, it makes people uncomfortable. So I, look away. I appreciated that she gave a, a reason for it, though, of just being like PDA yeah. makes people uncomfortable. Okay, but I've been in public places seeing people PDA, and I watch them. Wait, really? Whoa. And I'm like, Ugh. I, I don't, I don't, I don't avert my eyes. Like, oh, not saying that. I'm like, are you serious? I just leave. And yeah. in what world is Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson making out? Not going to draw some attention. <laughs> See, my <laughs> thing, similar to that, my thing is just like Chris Evans, like six three. <laughs> yeah. Like he's, yeah. he's a super soldier. Yeah, you're gonna notice. Yeah, yeah. there's a few, but, there's a few moments in that where I was like, so that mm. scene leads into them ending up back at Sam Wilson's house. Um, they go as to they the, run away. They go to the bunker first, where Arnim right. Zola's uploaded That's his true. brain, and then he reveals. We get a little foreshadowing to something that happens in Civil War. The AI, uh, uh, Tony Stark's father. The Tony's parents are killed. An oh. It's when he's oh, flashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you haven't seen Civil War, you're watching with us for the very first time. Skip ahead 40 seconds. Yeah. We see the newspaper thing um, that's a, a newspaper essentially clipping uh, that says Howard Stark killed in car accident. As Arnim Zola is saying, we have been busy manipulating events in the world. Interesting. So, like, I didn't catch that. It's right there. Yeah. 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 I didn't and catch that. So the big reveal in Civil War. And welcome back if you skipped ahead <laughs> forward. Yeah. I'm glad to have you here. Um, I, think, I think it was also interesting to me. It kind of foreshadowed rogue AI. Yeah, um, which which really comes into play, obviously, in Age of Ultron. But yeah. we'll get there. Well, in Ar- Arnim Zola, Arnim Arnim Zola, Say it again? Arnim. Oh, Arnim Zola. Uh, he's uploaded his consciousness. Uh, my one question was <laughs> two thousand feet of data tape or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah, and it's like his voice is the same, and you have his his face on the monitor. Now I realize in the comics he's a robot with his face in his chest. Yeah, so I get no, that's Modok from Ninja Turtles. No, that's Krang. You're that's Krang. Krang. 
Dude, no, he, this is a this is a throwback to the yeah to him. You're talking it sits in a floating chair. Uh, Modok sits in a floating chair. Two similar characters. Anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah, I thought in this universe there wasn't a whole lot of logic to why his voice was the same and why his that face was, was still that showing. was one thing that took me out. I was like, wait, okay, it is like kind of like weird, like alternate World War II science-y That was origins. all of Cap, the but, first Cap. And that's though, what you know I said. What I, mean? I was like, but that was all of the first that's Cap. That's the point. Those Nazis get super special science um, weapons. I want to skip all of this because after that, they blow up the bunker at the end. Yep. We get to Sam Wilson's house, which brings me, thankfully, I feel comfortable talking about it to my super pump for this movie, which is Anthony Mackie as the Falcon. Jordan, mm-hmm. listen to me. Interesting. That's also my super pump. Really? Also my super wow. pump for this movie. Dude, Sam I Wilson. love him. He's I think so he is good. magnetic. I think he is so entertaining. He's funny. He's got great timing. I, and just to top it off, he's one of my favorite late additions to the MCU. Do you guys yeah. ever watch a movie and there's a character in that movie and at the end of the movie, you're like, dang, it sucks that that's a movie because I really want to hang out with him. Yeah. That's how I feel about Sam. Like, I just want to hang Brink. out with Sam. <laughs> Brink. <laughs> Brink. <laughs> he's like a high school senior in that movie, but whatever. Yeah. Um. Can I can I dump on uh, a part of Falcon? Yeah, here's I hate what, you. Here's what I don't like. Here's what I thought they should have done with Falcon. Here's the one part I don't like. He says he's he was in like he was like a a fighter of. He, he said, said he was a pilot. He never pilot. says he was a pilot. Oh, he he's, doesn't he say pilot. That's his whole thing. I know he says something like that to to insinuate that he's a pilot. Right. Essentially, that, he's like I our, was flying over this and right. they shot down my wingman. Yeah, something like that. And then he says later, like I never said I was a pilot. And he shows the wings. Here's my thing. Now anyone can be Falcon because apparently like the army has, he the, said it's the, the last one. He said, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. He, he said, said it's the last one. Then yeah, how does he have access to it? They it's broke the it and one. got it. That he was the whole point. They were like, it's yeah, it's behind a safe. Like, and they were just like, yeah, we can get there. There's one. That's what he said. Yes, he said it's said. the last, then he said then, the, then, the then last how, one is in storage. Then how come at civil, how come at civil war, they take his wings away? And he's like, be careful with my wings. They're like, dude, you stole this. Why didn't they say that? What do you mean? What? In Civil War, when they're taking away all the weapons, he's like, "Give you, I'm giving Cap shield. Doesn't Stark make him new ones? Yeah. By the time Civil War comes around, his those suit's are, different. Those are new wings. Different different wings, different suit, different I powers. I bet you feel really dumb right now. I bet you haven't <laughs> even seen Civil War. Uh, I didn't know that that was the last one. I, I'm yeah, 90% says, sure that he says the last he one the last is, in is in storage. Yeah, yep. lock up. And then they say, well, what's it? And they say, you know, it's a, or he says, it's a safe. It's behind this like security door. And then Black Widow and Cap are like, yeah, all right, we can, we can get those. Yeah, because that's the whole joke. He's like, it's guarded by like X number of men. And it's like behind a big steel door and like reinforced all this stuff to make it sound hard. And then Cap and Black Widow are like, yeah, let well, me we get it. Which, by the we'll way, run. I appreciate them not showing the actual heist yeah. of getting those. Yeah. We didn't have time in this. Movie. Yeah, it would have been it yeah. would have been too much. Um, but so Sam rules. In my opinion, Sam. I mean, I'm oh, sure no. you like him too. I love yeah, him. it was no, just that one thing. It really yeah, sounds I, like I, you hate him. I, yeah, I do hate him. No, I just I, I felt like because I, I I heard and I was kind of taken out yeah, yeah. out of this movie this past time I watched it. But when he was talking about yeah my my pilot got sh- my co pilot got shot down I was like wait so there's, there's more everywhere yeah. like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, I I get that. I I do think that it was the last one, but yeah. Either way, he gets yeah. it. I will. One dump a little bit on the cg of him flying it's not great it's yeah. a little like weird and floaty and it's mostly fixed by the time we get to things like civil war except in the final fight scene when he closes the wings and drops so the missiles hit the, the glass yeah. dome i oh, lost so my cool. mind anyway let's move forward um after sam's house where do we go uh we pretty much begin essentially we get the third act that's the death star briefing essentially that signals we're moving into the third act 
where well, they say this is uh oh they go to fury's underground bunker and they do right? the the highway battle too oh yeah oh my gosh i'm skipping <laughs> a lot of this movie that's the end of yeah. the second act basically yeah, yeah yeah they fight on a freeway this is after they've tried to uh like zone in on some of the hydra agents yeah. and um interrogate them so you're, you're you're starting to see hail hydra coming back right and uh on the freeway, they get attacked by the Winter Soldier. They kind of all disperse. You get the first fight between Bucky and Cap. Oh, love and you it. realize that they're pretty evenly matched. One, yeah. of the, one of the best scenes in the whole movie, in my opinion, is Cap up against the truck, Bucky with his knife, and they cut down the truck as they move. Yeah. Oh, oh, my so God. I, I love that his arm can like express super strength in a moment and just cut down. And there's so mm, many yep. times where it's like, and he's like, that thing's about to come down. Like, yep. He can't con- yep. control So that. I do want to go back to something you said during our Captain America episode okay our, our cap one episode um and cap later confirms it in this movie um whenever we saw bucky's unit get captured i think it was you that said i wonder if that's when the experimentation started that essentially gave him super strength tournament in the winter soldier yeah, yeah. cap confirms that in this movie he says bucky's whole unit was captured and zola did experiments on him okay which is what enabled him to survive the fall okay so yeah. they were essentially at that point already trying to to continue replicating the super soldier serum okay got it so, so it was at so that there, point. That yeah, there's started. that little line that gives us a hint as to how Bucky survived and what Bucky's yeah. power set is. So what now. I wonder is, did he lose his arm in the fall? Is that what I we're so. to infer? Yeah. He lost his arm in the fall. And Which, they... we're back to our new favorite segment of Two Chunks and a Hunk. Losing the a hand. Losing yeah. an arm segment. We need to come up with a snappy name for that. <laughs> the... Hands off. Two Chunks and a Hunk presents Hands, hands Off. off. Yeah. Sponsor, here it is. Sponsored by Gloves. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, Winter Soldier. Yep. Um... <laughs> At the very end of the fight scene, he removes his mask and Cap says, Bucky? And he says, who the heck's Bucky? Who the heck is Bucky? (laughs) Which we talked about a little bit off camera. So let's put ourselves in the situation. You're fighting uh, the Winter Soldier and, uh, or no, let's say you're fighting this this random dude who's just trying to kill you. And then he says, Brad, what do you do? I say, nope. Am I Brad? (laughs) <laughs> have I been Brad this whole time? Is that me? Is Brad... Well, you're leaving something very Jordan? important out. What imagine that... That he could remember? Imagine that you can't remember anything before today. And somebody looks up to you and goes, Andrew? I think What happened to Brad? I think your first time I'd be like, am I Andrew? Maybe I'm Thomas. Yeah, but he... But, but, stop changing names. But he says, who the heck's Thomas? Not... Me. I'm still stuck on Brad. <laughs> bring back Brad. Bring, hashtag bring hashtag back Brad. Bring back Tweet Brad. at us and let us know if you That's want Brad. Actually, kind of hard to say. Bring, bring back, back Brad. Bring back Brad. Bring back Brad. Bring back Brad. There you go. <laughs> bring back Brad. So I say Brad in the middle of the fight, and you say who the heck's Brad? Or do you? Just if say, I can't remember, what are you past talking this morning? If I'm in a fight, I've been unconscious for a long time at this point, I think. <laughs> yeah. This is assuming that I don't get all my teeth punched out in the first like, <laughs> 10 seconds of a fight. So we reveal that it's Bucky. Uh, fight continues. Cap Obviously, gets, that's a big deal. Yes. Yeah. Cap gets restrained because sure. he's like, he can't fight. He's anymore. done. Yeah. Drops to his knees. They get taken in. And saved by Mrs. Oops. Hill. Love Maria Hill. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Ms. Hill. Ms. Yeah. Ms. Hill. Robin, I think is her name. Yeah, Robin from How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Yeah. She's so good. I want more from her. She's really great. Yeah. Um, so I'm she, okay with the amount that I get. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think she's great. I think she's awesome. I think she's great, I, but I, I'm not I'm not In the, in the theater, when I was watching this, I was really hoping that she would become director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because yeah, she becomes too. director of S.H.I.E.L.D. after that Fury would be dies. Cool. I'd be okay with and that. at this point in the movie, we'd still think that Fury's dead. Right. Which... 
if there's not a segment on two chunks and hunk that I'm obsessed with, it's another <laughs> fake death. I know, yeah. and that is actually going to be my super dump okay. of this movie. That Fury didn't stay dead. There's no reason for Fury to not stay dead. I, I really, really, really think the only reason they brought him back for is more of that sweet, sweet Sammy J is for the line at the end when he's like, "If you want to stay ahead of me, you got to keep." both eyes open and he lifts his eye patch up. That's a weird moment for me. Cause that's both a pump and a dump. Cause it's so cheesy and so dope at the same time. Yeah. I just don't, I think Fury's fury was done at that point. Yeah. We didn't need to bring him back. Yeah. And it weakens death again. Yep. I'm okay uh, I do want to give a quick shout out to friend of the show. Castleton. He emailed us through our website, two chunks and a hunk dot com, and gave us his super pump and super dump for this movie. Super dump is the escape from uh, the convoy, essentially, where That's they his dump, uh, yeah, where okay. they where they cut a hole in the floor. Yeah, um, just Castleton was saying that seems to come out of nowhere, and I kind of agree because Fury, like we see him hold up the laser and cut his way out at the beginning in the car chase, and then it's like, oh, I guess everybody in Shield, like high level Shield, has that stuff now. Right. Yeah. I don't know. We could explain it away, but the movie kind of just glosses over that because we the need only to get thing our that I think of is if they did it while they were driving. There's just a giant line <laughs> cutting the yeah, concrete. Yeah, for real. They'd have to do it when they stopped. Yeah. And so fast. So, well, it, it, that kind of leads me to have I given my super dump yet? I don't think you I have. Think I have. I've kind of like trying to been doing it on the fly. One of the things that I was really <laughs> upset about, and again, a lot of things that upset me don't upset you, but when uh, uh, Scarlet Joe is uh, completely like hidden as one of the directors of S.H.I.E.L.D. I was definitely surprised in that scene and that took me back. I was like, dude, this old lady can fight. Yeah. yeah. And then you see it's Scarlett Johansson. But I'm like, wait, that technology exists in this universe. Dude, that can be very hard. To, so there to was reason. actually a scene that they had included originally in the movie that explained that and they cut it like that technology. Yeah. Well, because this movie is two hours and 15. Minutes. Yeah. It's yeah. a very yeah. long, it's a very long, long movie. movie, but they actually, they actually cut a scene that uh, had showed previously that like, yes, this exists and yeah. yes, we have it. Yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere yeah. in the story. But two, it's like, okay, so now every character that I, that I see could be anybody. Could be anybody. Yeah, I mean, and I, and, and that's Mission Impossible. And that's one of the things I don't like about Mission Impossible is like, I could see Tom Cruise for 15 minutes and it could not be him. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't like that. I feel like that's a cheap reveal. Yeah. It is. It's not quite as earned as it perhaps should be. Yeah. Um, but that's So that's kind of a turning point in the final climax, which is what I tried to lead us to earlier. Sure. We figure out Fury is still alive. Use the toxin that Bruce Banner developed to help him control stress to fake his own death. Um, and then that's dope. they get a, a what I like to call the Death Star briefing where it's like, this is the plan. Here's exactly what you need to do. Here's the tools you need to do it. Now go do it. And yeah. that signals the beginning of Act 3. Which is now called Tony, which is fantastic. That should, that should have been in the plan. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that is one thing I think of is like they show Stark Tower on the targeting computer. Yeah. And I was just like, and Tony's like, I'm all out of suit. No, not even that. <laughs> Nobody's just going to call me like, Hey Tony, you might actually, you might want to get, get out of there. Yeah. Just FYI. Or come help us. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's the problem with these superhero team ups, but, yeah. um, for the, for the final, that's why we hate them on this for, show <laughs> for the final fight. Um, unless we're going to describe it frame by frame, which I don't think we should basically no. we can hit the high points. Yeah. So, the three helicarriers come up. They need to change the targeting uh, chips in each of them. If any of the three survive, millions will die. Yep. So basically, they have to make sure all three ships aren't targeting uh, people, but actually each other turns out to be the game plan. So they send... The ships are um, to shoot themselves. Right. And so they send... Is it Falcon? No, Cap does two. Yeah. And Cap does, does two. Falcon does one. Yeah. Um, and so Falcon's uh, flight and the way that he makes the missiles blow the hole we talked about briefly is yeah. very dope. This Captain, whole fight scene... 
to me feels like the end of Avengers where it's like, I can totally see myself at any point just being like, you know what? I'm going to watch the last watch 25 the minutes yeah. of the winter soldier. And I love the, how do we know who's good and bad? Cause Hydra and shield are the same people. And he's like, whoever's <laughs> shooting, shooting at you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and right after that, he says, I think I found those bad guys. Cause it's just, <laughs> yeah. But uh, cap takes the first computer out that he does very easily. Second computer. Oops. There's Bucky. I want to pump huge on this fight between Bucky and cap. Yeah. They mixed emotion and brutality so well. Yeah. I mean, like, I felt every hit both physically just like, ow, but also just like how much it clearly hurt Cap yeah. to do this. And I think to see how at the beginning, how easily Bucky was hurting him, I yeah. think like probably hurt him emotionally as well. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why in the finale of this fight, when Cap takes the helmet off and is like, look at me. And then he says, you know, I don't know you. And I, Sebastian's saying again, when he goes, shut up. Like yeah. I felt that. I don't know, man. Yeah. Like that scene was so well acted. And then yeah. the final, like, I'm not going to fight you. And they just hit and hit and hit, um, leading to my fall. super pump. Yeah. Yep. Get it. My super pump is the final fight scene. I love in this movie, we get a picture of cap and we could describe him as cap doesn't budge. Yeah. yeah. On what he believes he's not going to budge. He could do this all day. And in, and in no way is he going to budge on, uh, retaliating against mm. Bucky. Yeah. And so he takes his mask off. He's in my favorite line. The line is almost my super pump. Uh, he says, you're my friend. He says, you're my mission. And he's like, then finish it. Yep. Yeah. Just punch me. He goes, I'm, what not, does he gonna, say? I'm not gonna fight you. It's you and me to the end. Because he it? says, I'm with you till the end of the line. The yeah, line. that's the line they used to say together. Bucky's words from flashback. We didn't even talk about that. Flashback, we get young Steve again. CG, again to me, looks phenomenal in that scene. Looks okay. Um, <laughs> but that's what that's what Bucky says to Steve after his mom's funeral. Yeah. I, and I love, dude, I honestly got emotional when he was like, dude, like, we can take the couch cushions off and have a sleepover like old times. Yeah. And then he, and then Cap or Steve says, I'm fine on my own. And Bucky grabs his shoulder and says, that's what you don't understand, man. You don't have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, it's so good. So, it yeah. really, really yeah, yeah. is. Yeah. I can't believe we forgot to talk about that. And he and he sacrifices himself because he tells Maria Hill, like, launch Blow it. Blow it up, yeah. Because we don't have enough time. Someone could could re-switch one of these trays. Makes a sacrifice play. Makes a sacrifice. Yep. And then at the very end, you see Bucky dragging out Cap, whether he remembers or whether he's just like, I don't know why this dude wouldn't fight me back, but there has to be something there, so yep. I'm not going to let him die. And then yep. that's when he goes on his... Uh, pilgrimage his pilgrimage to find yep. himself yeah yep. which we find him in again in civil war yeah mm-hmm. um but then so so sorry that's your super, that's pump, super pump. Yeah. yeah just that, and, that and i think scene. that's so good i agree um i want to talk briefly about that uh graveside scene at the end and then yeah that's pretty much the end of the movie yeah, yeah. um so fake grave for nick fury he basically says if anybody asks for me tell him i'm right here pretend <laughs> i'm dead i love that line yeah that's good um it, but my favorite part of that scene is when Nick says, basically, hey, I got a thing to do. You guys want to come? Everybody says no. But Sam, what he says is, yeah, I, I do whatever he does. I'm with him. Yep. And like, I think that shows further on in the movie of just like the undying loyalty that Cap bought from Sam that during the yeah. during the story of Winter Soldier, Steve proved himself to be an honorable person. Proved to, to be Sam. worthy of following. Yeah. yeah. And so Sam says, till the end. Yeah. When I love that, I mean, we've talked about this briefly in some of our DC episodes, but Captain America is kind of becoming what Superman should be, where yeah. he is that like perfect ideal that inspires people to try and live up to He's him. He's the rallying yeah. point. Yeah. 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 I completely yeah. agree. And we really, really see that in this movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, so should we talk end credit scenes and then rate? Yeah. So first post credit scene is uh, 
the Hydra base, the another hidden Hydra base. So essentially, who is that guy? Baron Stryker. Stryker. Okay. Stryker. Stryker. Okay. Yeah. Yep. He is a comic book villain. He's actually a pretty huge comic book sure. villain. Um, but he's been experimenting with the mind gym and has created powers in two twins, uh, Pietro and Wanda Maximoff. Yeah. Quicksilver Dude, and the Scarlet Witch. I love Quicksilver. We'll talk about them, obviously, when we get to Age of Ultron a little more in depth. But Wanda is, I want more screen time for her, dude. Yeah. She so is great. so cool. I think that Elizabeth Olsen is a fantastic actress. And I really want more screen time for her to flesh out Wanda. And her powers are so sick. Yeah. yeah. And I want to see, I mean, in Age of Ultron at the end of that, and then even in, I mean, like, it's a war. Yeah. I want more She's from her really, character. Really I wanted, uh, Quicksilver to keep that big brown like frazzled hair that he had yeah, that yeah. scene when he came and he kind of had the no you know, I think he looks so cool no I think he looks so he, cool. he looked fine but I love he looked crazy he did yeah. but he looks so and that's, that's that's what I wanted from I want both of them was just like crazy Guardians is one of my favorite movies in the MCU and I want to skip it to get to Age of Ultron <laughs> so that we can talk about the introduction of Quicksilver yeah, yeah. And him and Hawkeye's really uh, Oh, I love it so much. That's okay. our first post-credit scene. Yep. Uh, and then our our final post-credit scene that's after all of the credits is Bucky at the exhibit, uh, the Captain America exhibit in the museum, oh. reading his own biography. I got chills, dude. Yeah. 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 And his face in that. Yeah. It's just like Sebastian like, Stan, is, I want to give him a hug. Like he's so good. Yeah, he is. Oh my goodness. And I, and I think he is underrated. I think I think yeah. I think he again is an offensive lineman. I think people overlook him. Dude, you want to talk about something dope? What? So I was watching the behind the scenes stuff on the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. The scene where he swings with the knife, throws it, catches it, and keeps going. Yeah. He did that and he did it live. Oh, and yeah. he talks what? about he talked about driving. Uh, he was like, my friends would make fun of me because for months before the movie, I would just be in my car flipping this knife and practicing that move. And I would just walk around my house on my phone talking to people, flipping the knife and practicing that move so that when it came time to film the fight scene, I could do the knife scene. Yeah. That's so I've cool. I've seen him practicing. Yeah. There's videos of him just doing it's it so with sick. trainers. It's, That's it's awesome. super cool. So, uh, rating? Rating. Yeah, we could talk about this movie all day. Yeah, I really could. Easy. Bro, 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 I could bro, do this bro, all day. Rate, rate it. it. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, here at Two Chunks and a Hunk, we have come up with the Scientific Cinema Scale TM. It is the perfect movie rating scale, so don't even look elsewhere. Check science. So that scale is as follows, although I feel like we're only going to need the top end. (laughs) The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy Buy that that poster. poster. Right under that, the next best thing we could ever say, buy it. You know what I mean? Make sure it's part of your collection. Right under that, the next best thing we can say is rent it. Spin a couple of buckaroon dogs. Spin a couple of buckies. Spin a couple of bucky barns. That's the joke. Spin a couple of James Buchanan barns (laughs) and uh, watch it yourself. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Right under that is something we call Stream It. If you're already spinning some James Buchanans on a streaming service and it's on there, it is worth your time. And then uh, the second to worst thing we could ever say about a movie is forget it. Just get it out of there. Don't even, you know, pretend it doesn't exist. The worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. I'll rate it first if you want me to. Do it. We want you to. Ladies and gentlemen, an easy rating for Jordan Wonders. Captain America Winter Soldier, no doubt, is a own it, don't lend it, buy that poster. This is the best movie, in my opinion, the best movie we have reviewed so far in this podcast history. Yeah. I could watch it once a week, every week until I die and never get tired of it. Easily. This is hands down 
own it, don't lend it, buy that poster. I think I need to start by talking about this this struggle that I have with throwing out my own it, don't lend it by those posters. Because you were slut with it, baby. <laughs> but I can't I, I can't look back at the ones I've thrown away and taken them down because I, I genuinely like would buy those posters yeah. and I wouldn't lend it. Um and this is no different. I own it, don't lend it, buy that poster. All right. Yeah. I think Iron Man got it from me because that set the MCU. Avengers sure. got it from me because it set and changed the MCU. And Winter Soldier's getting it because it set and changed the MCU, though. <laughs> so, yeah, don't buy uh uh don't buy a little magnet for your fridge. <laughs> buy, buy a big poster. old poster. <laughs> <sighs> David, I feel that tension with you. I've heard it said the best way to succeed at something is to begin with the end in mind. Mm. And I was a little too willy nilly with the Ona don't let it buy those posters at the beginning. A little too milly vanilly with it. A little too milly vanilly with it. Um, And this is an easy Ona don't let it buy that poster. And it's much better than other movies that I've given that rating to. Don't say I told you so. You two look so stupid. I look so awesome. (laughs) That's why I I really do think that our, um, our, ordered list that we do at the end of this. I think it's, it's going to be gonna awesome. Be really, I'm really honestly helpful. super excited for that. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of brings us to just a, a big fast one that Marvel pulled on the entire world this week. Marvel moved the release date of Avengers Infinity yeah, Ward crazy. up a week. It oh, is now man. coming out one week sooner Whew, than it was April 27th. So guys, isn't it freaking lucky that we recorded and released Black Panther when <laughs> it we did? It really is. Because otherwise we'd be pretty out of luck right now. So now for that Wouldn't It Be Nice episode that we talked about last week, we will double up on one of our weeks to include Wouldn't It Be Nice so that we can still get to that. It'll just be a mini episode, Yeah, uh, but we're going to include that. Yeah. So look for that right around uh, the week before Avengers Infinity War look releases. Look Sometime. <laughs> for it. Later, not now. <laughs> so I guess it's time for some shout outs. Let's hit them shouties. Thank you to the following people for hashtagging official chunky out there in the real world. We got Alden De Armas. Mm. We got Jordan Goach. What? We got Castleton Chilelli. Yep. And we have an accidental very late shout out to my cousin, Brandon Bunnell. Thank you to all four of you. And that is the order in which we appreciate you. <laughs> the order we just listed. So, so. if you want a, uh, a shout out on the show or just... Mix it up. See what happens. Talk about us on social media. Share our posts. Do whatever. Hashtag official chunky. We'll shout you out. Unless you're mean, we might still do it anyway. Or do what Castleton did and contact us through the website. Send us pumps and dumps. Yeah. Uh, book us for your bar mitzvahs, your birthday parties. We love to do those kinds of things. Read our bios on the website, too. We worked hard on those, and they're really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you check those out. Again, that website is twochunksinahunk.com. That's C-O-M. Like every other website. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Next week, we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Very excited about that. It's going to be a grand old time. Sure enough is. Uh, anything else? I love you. We we love you. We, we know that you're here. Listen, we really, really love you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.